Welcome, welcome to the Tyree Waldron Motorsport Show. I am your host, The Big Ticket, a.k.a. Well, I am your host, Tyree Waldron, a.k.a. The Big Ticket. Um, This is the Tyree Waldron Motorsport Show podcast, whatever. Uh, it's a weekly motorsport podcast that covers a different range of um motorsport, basically every genre that you could possibly think of. Obviously, it's only the genres that I watch or it's only the genres that I'm interested in talking about at that time. Um, and... Uh, this is just giving you recaps and insights uh, about the motorsport world. You know, the date in which I'm recording this is Wednesday, June 9th, 2021. Um, and topics today will mainly just revolve around the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, as well as the uh, Catalan uh, GP uh, with MotoGP. Now, I mean, there's, 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 there's plenty of other stuff that I could talk about, but I'm a little short on time. And uh, this is pretty much what I really wanted to cover in general. Anyway, I mean, there was also Extreme E, but hey, I can't talk about everything all the time. Now, we're moving to, um, you know, a little bit of the quick bites, which was just uh, simple. The IMSA is coming to the uh, going to the, the Detroit GP. Um, you know, not only IMSA, but also IndyCar. They're going to be doing basically a double header IMSA races on Saturday and the IndyCar races on Sunday. Uh, to anyone that's attending, to anyone that's, you know, checking that out, definitely, definitely, you know, make sure you have a good time. Make sure you enjoy it. Um, me personally, I'm going to be there on Saturday because I would love to see the uh, IMSA race. That's going to be about an hour, 42 hour uh, race, while the uh, IndyCar race is only going to be about an hour or so. Um, IMSA race is usually longer. It is an endurance uh, race, and I would love to check it out. And also, I'm not sure if Roman uh, Grajon is going to be there. I'm pretty sure he's going to be there. So if you want to see a, you know, him <laughs> and you're in the area, definitely check it out. Um, but stepping away from that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just talk about the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, shall we? What a race, first of all. That's what I want to say. What a race. Um, going into it, you know, it's the qualifying set a different standard and a different uh, system for what you I was necessarily expecting simply because, you know, going into that, so many different things happened in the qualifying um, and the free practices, which was even more of a staple of like, wow, this race is going to be interesting. Now, the reason I say that simply is because, you know, going into it, Charles Leclerc was on pole. All right. But, 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 but I'm going to I'm going to discuss Q1, Q2, Q3. You know what I'm saying? So, obviously, I got my notes in front of me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, or no, if you're listening to this podcast, head on over to YouTube.com, um, search up Tyree Waldron Motorsports Show. Uh, there will be a link in the description. Uh, click that boy or highlight it. Paste and go. Whatever. Um, so that you can actually check into the uh, video version of this podcast, you know, um, where you get to see my pretty face. <laughs> um, but stepping away from that, like I said, Q1. Q1. Now, it was stopped early with a crash from Lance Stroll um, at turn 15. And then after that, it was a green flag. And then Sergio uh, Verstappen and Sergio Perez take the one and two spots in Q1. Um, Antonio Giovinazzi uh, caused the second red flag at turn 15, just like how Lance Stroll crashed. Um, and then Hamilton came into P1, uh, which is pretty much how you expect it to go. Hamilton P1, Verstappen P2, Perez P3. They're, they're, they got it. Um or about Terry sometimes. Um, now moving from that, you know, we go to Q2, which was Perez. He set the pace easily. Uh, Leclerc and Sainz followed, and um, Verstappen took the top spot, and then Yuki Sonata took a surprising P4, which was impressive to see. I'm not even gonna lie; I didn't expect him to be up that far, but he was. Um, 
Ricardo, he brought the third red flag when he locked up and hit uh and hit the turn three barriers. And then we're into Q3. Excuse me. Now Q3, Leclerc, he pulls off a P1 time, which was like that one that 112 something, I believe, or, or 140 something. I don't know what exactly the time was. Um, and then Hamilton comes in at second and Verstappen third. Pierre Gasly jumped to P4 uh, with his single run strategy. My man, Pierre Gasly, he's the dude that I that I just rock with. I, I met, I, 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 I'm Mr. Consistent. Y'all know me. Y'all know I call him that all the time. Mr. Consistent, if you're a regular listener. Um, and uh, Bortas' bad luck continues as he was not even able to complete a lap to get out of P10 due to Yuki Sonata and Carlos Sainz going off independently at um, at turn four. Uh, they both had their own uh, issues and whatnot, and that caused another red flag, which kept him from being able to start up again and uh, and finish off that lap. Now, that was just the qualifying simply because i had to i had to make sure that we understood that people were having difficulties there were a lot of crashes a lot of red flags a lot of stoppages and and then and, and, and that during the race people were either going to have to hold back or or something of that nature now let's talk about the actual race shall we Whew. the grid of this race is is the first thing i want to talk about because you if you if, if, if you're watching right and you see the starting lineup, which has Hamilton P2, Leclerc P1. Um, after that is, who was who next? Verstappen. Um, then you have, of course, Pierre Gasly. Uh, man, that's a that's a totally different changeup from what you normally expect. Normally, you know, we what, what, what do we normally get? Hamilton, Verstappen, uh, maybe Valtteri, you know. Um, and then maybe uh, like a, a McLaren or something like that. I didn't expect Pierre to perform so well, but he did. And he got himself that P4, which was, uh, in my personal opinion, remarkably impressive. Remarkably impressive. Um, then, of course, the actual race begins. Leclerc, he, he, he comes off the line smoking. All right, he gets that whole shot. He comes out in first place, but that didn't last long, of course, because we know, you know, two laps later, here comes Hamilton pulling off that toe. He didn't even need DRS as a, I forgot, I, I forget the announcer's name, but as the announcer had to fully mention that he didn't need DRS, and it was it was great. Um, Hamilton took that lead, and then Verstappen gets by Leclerc, and also Perez gets by him in lap six, and they all just zoom past uh, Leclerc very seemingly way too easily and within a span of a lap Leclerc was out of podium contention as the announcer mentioned honestly um and then there were some great strategy uh movements and some pit stop issues that got Perez and Verstappen uh ahead of Lewis Hamilton you know um when Lewis had went into the pits, he went in pretty good. You know, the change was good, but he had to wait because there was pit lane traffic, which caused him to waste, I think, another like two seconds or 2.4 seconds or something like that, which is an eternity <laughs> when it comes to Formula One. And um, he was honestly uh, held back because of that. And then, of course, that allowed uh, 
Verstappen and later on Perez to come through and get past him, and he lost those positions. Now, there was a yellow flag in lap 31. Lance Stroll lost grip crazy. I don't know what that was, but he lost a ton of grip, and from there, he was rotating and trying to catch it. Wasn't able to. Spun out, crashed into the wall. I'm glad that he was moving around and he was okay, but man, oh man, what a hit. That's I'm, I'm glad he's okay. That could have been worse than what it was. Um, but then we continue moving forward, though. We continue moving forward, right? Um, there's a, obviously a red flag. They have to get, you know, Lance's uh, vehicle and all that stuff out of there and, and make sure he's good and everything. And then uh, race restart. Sebastian Vettel or Vettel, whatever. <laughs> uh, pushing up through positions. I mean, just, you know, you know, just, just, just going through it, which was, in my personal opinion, fantastic to see. Because I tell you, I, I'm, I'm hoping he continues this for the next race, man. Because not only did he do something great in Monaco, he did great in Baku. Okay, this is this is like this is what I'll be expecting from him. Simply because like at the beginning I had made predictions saying that I want him to get to the point where he can I don't know, have some points, have some contention, be 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 who he used to be a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And 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 really go in there and get good points, get uh you know, and just shake up the shake it up a little bit. You know, don't let McLaren get third. You know what I'm saying? Like obviously Landstro did not finish, but Lance has had a fairly impressive run so far. He's he's stayed within I think top ten to top fifteen usually. So I mean I mean once you're out of the top ten you'll get no points. But I think Lance has stayed within contention and he's he's decent with it. So therefore I think that, you know, um it comes in imperative that he's able to do what he does. It's great. It's great to see. <laughs> but going back to Sebastian, he pulled off some back to back great things. Great things. And, of course, he came in P2, uh, second place, for the people who don't know. Um, and, man, well-deserved, well-fought, well-fought. But I still want to talk about this race uh, as we continue. Like I said, the race, uh, Sebastian, he was put, he was, he was was pushing through positions, going at it, going at it. All right? And then um, we go from there, and we see uh, lap 46. Lap 46, lap 46. That is probably a heartbreaking time for Red Bull and, of course, Max Verstappen. Max ends up uh, having a honest a bad crash, a bad crash. Um, he was okay, but he did end up losing some 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 a, a bit of grip, and which caused him to spin out. Uh, similar to how La- uh, how Lance Stroll uh crashed out, but not to that severity of it. Um, and Verstappen did hit the wall at approximately I'd say maybe two hundred miles an hour, one hundred ninety miles an hour, something of that nature. Um, he got out was fine, did well, and, uh, of course, you know, race came to a, a, a full stop. Now, that's lap 46. <laughs> uh, keep in mind, there's, like, there's 51 laps. So that leaves, what, five laps left? Okay. God, I hope I did that math right. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> uh, that leaves five laps left, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Or four laps. Whatever, bro. Y'all know. At least a small amount of laps left. This is a sprint on sprint race. Okay. Perez is now in first. Because Perez was in second. Lewis Hamilton was in third. That puts Lewis in second. Perez in first. That puts... I forgot who was in third at that time. But... It's a red flag. Another restart. Five laps left. Now, this is the point. This is hilarious. 
simply because of how the uh, announcers reacted. Uh, as you can hear, I think Chris Weber or whatever his name was, something Weber, uh, he screamed in the background. <laughs> and that has been a staple of, 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 of Formula One Twitter and Formula One Instagram. I've been all over it. That's all I've been hearing the entire time. It's, it's, it's that level of, oh my goodness, what just happened? <laughs> um, you could see the smoke coming out of coming from the tires coming from the brakes of these guys everyone's going high speeds getting high braking pressure all, all it's just everyone was aggressive especially in baku where it's those long straights and you and, and you have so much uh speed that you can attain and, and and get to you could really reach that top speed on on several straights well on a few <laughs> and race restart Perez tries to cut off Hamilton, but Hamilton is able to get away pretty well. And then, of course, we come to the first turn. Now, if you have watched any type of Formula One, you know fully well what the hell I'm talking about. This was a groundbreaking moment when the second, uh, when 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 the when the when the second most likely championship leader, <laughs> uh, when the two championship leaders are out of the race now, as Lewis and Hamilton went straight on turn one when his brakes locked up and he wasn't able to turn into turn one and he had to go straight in order to escape. What a race! Just just based off of that right there, what this is this this shows the the the, the clear unpredictability of what F one is, and Baku was perfect, perfect, perfect. We 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 were able to see so many different so many different uh things happen, a, a different shakeup, a different level of of racing. Granted, the Red Bull still did still did come in the top three. <laughs> I don't think that's avoidable. Um, but man, man. The unpredictability uh, that that this race had was just was 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 immaculate. Couldn't be matched by anything else. Couldn't be. And of course, we see you know uh, Perez. He continues on. He's in first place right now. Then we move uh, move away, and and we see uh, Sebastian Vettel. He's coming in, taking the positions. He grabs second, right? Then we see Pierre, and we see Leclerc battling for third and fourth. Oh my! It was. Amazing, and I want to, and I want to shout, I don't want to shout out Pierre Gasly, bro, because he pulls off an impressive move, staying on the inside, breaking late, catching that inside turn, and keeping it going, trying to uh, battle Leclerc and, and holding him off. Oh man, what that was beautiful, that was beautiful. Didn't expect nothing else from it. Didn't expect nothing else from him. He 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 got his opportunity to shine right there. That was an impressive, not only a defensive but aggressive move at the same time. Like how do you how do you define that? You know what I'm saying? It was it was something that that. I've seen Pierre do, and I've seen him shine before. I've seen him perform well. I've seen him do things, you know, within races. And man, that that right there, that right there, and 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 the F one director for the for the for the for the, for the live footage. Oh my goodness, you captured that so perfectly. Props to you. I mean, aside from Monaco, when you messed up with Lance Stroll and whatnot, and that became a meme for the next two weeks. But props to you showcasing that action right there. And not only, oh man, it was just a straight sprint to the finish. A straight sprint to the finish. And man, was it beautiful. Was it beautiful. It's something. Oh, man. That's what F1 is all about right there. The unpredictability. The aggressive racing. The aggressive defending. All those things come together. And, and we really have a race. A clear race on display. Championship leaders out of the race. Oh, my goodness. Nobody saw that coming. Nobody saw Max Verstappen crashing from the lead. From the lead, and he was up, I think, 2.2 2. 2 seconds or something like that, ahead of Perez, and even more ahead of Lewis Hamilton. It was amazing. 
you don't expect to see that in an actual F1. You don't you don't expect to see the leader just crash out off of nothing, off of rip. You know what I'm saying? Usually there's there's some other issue. There's another driver that hits them or they're battling with uh, four first or something like that. And that causes the issue. But not a straight out, straight, just just straight out going in first with just a few laps left and they crap. Oh, man. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking conditions that can happen in, in, in F1. That was perfect. Baku, you are perfect. Granted, you haven't been perfect before, but you were perfect this year for 2021. You were perfect this year. Where am I? <laughs> Yes. Now, I was on the moves with, with, with Gasly. Pierre Gasly, he pulls off some nice, nice moves. Beautiful moves to get in front of Leclerc. And, of course, Lando Norris was trying to do the same thing, too. Uh, but Lando, uh, I think Leclerc was able to defend against Lando fairly well, which was pretty good in my opinion. I did ask y'all what predictions you would have. I asked on TikTok. I asked on uh, on YouTube, too, on the YouTube shorts. I asked uh, what would y'all think, you know, what, would he, what, what do you guys think would happen? A lot of people wanted to see Leclerc grab that podium. A lot of people, and I knew fully well he would be battling with Pierre, and he would be bad. He would be battling with Pierre for third and for third place. I knew that shit was gonna happen. I thought, oh, I was like, y'all want to see Pierre come in? I think Leclerc is gonna be battling with Pierre for third place. And sure enough, what happened at the end of the race? They were battling like a mug. Obviously, some people had their other predictions as well, and they were right to a certain extent until you know different things happened, crashes happened, and that's just that just goes into the unpredictability of F1. Now, obviously, Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen winning that's a safe bet. Didn't happen, but it was a safe bet. Obviously, uh, that's why I didn't really go into that. I just say, hey, man, I know one of them might, might, might catch the W. But what I really want to see is the battle between Leclerc and Gasly. And sure enough, that's what I got. Granted, it only happened at the end, and it was a straight-up mad dash for the finish line. But, man, that was a good race. That was a good race. And that's it. That's it. Sergio Perez catches the W. Sebastian Vettel, uh, or Vettel, however you say his name. I'm not his father. Comes in second place. Props to you. Props to you. A round of applause for sure. You deserve it. We know you love this track. We know that you perform well at this circuit. Oh, my goodness. It was great to see. Great to see. And, of course, he did the, he was wishing Sergio a Merry Christmas at the end. That was just comedy. Um, but, man, what a good race. What a good race. In my personal opinion, that was an astounding race, a race that I think deserves way more uh, praise because that that was that was beyond perfect. Hold on. Let me just fix this light real quick. All right, yeah, that was beyond a perfect race. In my personal opinion, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this race. Now, in the mad dash at the end, that's 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 like a that's like a go kart sprint race right there. That was fantastic. You got to see people really either be desperate or or, or, or or go on to another level of, yo, I'm I'm great. Like Pierre. Pierre pulled that off wonderfully. Good moves. Handling business. Oh, man, it was perfect. It was perfect. And, of course, we had Sergio. And then we had uh, Sebastian who came in. But, I mean, honestly, if Lewis didn't, if, if Lewis hadn't went out. Do we think he would have got first place or do we think he would have stuck with second? In my personal belief, I think Lewis would have gotten first place if he stayed, if he was able to stay in. Because he was he was coming out on the inside line and was going to push uh, Perez wide if he had made that turn. But his brakes locked up. And, of course, there's the uh, the whole issue of when he changed his brake settings, this, that, and the fourth. And uh, that's what caused the, uh, the lockup and the issues and whatnot. Whatever. Race is over now. Don't really matter to me. Um... 
things happen in the race, unpredictability. You never know what's really going to happen until you're actually in the, in, in the action. And, of course, it didn't work out well for uh, for Sir Lewis Hamilton. And um, now we're just moving on to the next part of the season, to the next race. Uh, but I just feel like, damn, I just I just really wanted to talk about this race. I know I'm a little late. Obviously, it's just a couple of days later, three days later. But, man, I really enjoyed that fucking race. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Now, obviously... I can't wait for the next one. I can't wait to see if uh, Vettel is going to be uh, pushing or anything like that. Actually, what is the next uh, race? The next race is the Canadian GP. Hmm. I have to do some more research to see how uh, how Vettel has how Vettel handles how he has handled that before, and also I have to figure out how Pierre has handled that before simply because I I am a big fan of Pierre um like I said Mr. Consistent um also a big fan of Lewis Hamilton who is not uh, like who isn't you know what I'm saying obviously he has you know that great car yada 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 all those people want to talk all that smack but hey that don't really matter to me um but I definitely want to see Pierre succeed on another level he needs to shine he needs to shine he needs to get that record he needs to be up there with the greats Yes, he's no, he's not a champion. No, not all that. He's 25 years old. You know what I'm saying? He's he's still doing impressive things. He's still doing impressive, and he's staying consistent, like like a mug, like a mug. I believe he's he's he him and Lando are gonna be. That's that's where their rivalry is gonna be. I feel it. I feel like maybe later on in the season, I feel like that's where the rivalry is gonna be between him and Lando, um, as they progress because Lando has done remarkable things so far this year. Um, he's held pretty decent positions. He's brought points damn near every race. Um, and also Pierre has Mr. Consistent, you know what I'm saying? Mr. Consistent all the way through. And he has brought points to the team, to Alpha Terry. So definitely, um, two consistent people who I think are improving year by year, of course. And of course are, are, are going to, are going to shake up the point system because now, we have different points in, in, in the constructors title. Uh, it all depends on their teammates, Ricardo. And of course, uh, Jesus, who is the teammate of Pierre? I don't know, whatever, but the teammates need to need, need to perform just as well. Obviously, Danny Ricardo, he's 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 Danny Ricardo. The man has some skill. He has he has a reputation behind him. I know he can do well. Um, it all just uh, uh, it all just depends on, you know, him getting used to McLaren and, and, and pushing the car and, and, and doing the things that he likes to, that he wants to do. Simple. Um, but stepping away from, stepping away from, from, ooh, my bad. Stepping away from Formula One, though. Stepping away from Formula One. We're moving to the MotoGP Catalan GP. <laughs> I said that way too fast. <laughs> uh, the Cirque de Barcelona, uh, Catalonia, whatever you want to call it. Catalan GP. I got my notes here. So, firstly, something that I'm a little upset about. Renz's bad luck continued as he was no, not able to even partake in this race. Renz, I love you. I want you to succeed. I, I, I need you to regroup. I need you to get a comeback. I need you to get some points, man. It's It shouldn't be like this. It shouldn't. And it, and he didn't even get like hurt in a race and like that. He got hurt on a bicycle. Okay. Uh, a hand injury, arm injury, whatever it was. I think it was a wrist, actually. And he was not able to race in the Catalan GP, which is a, if you want to add, if you want to just rock with me, that's the fifth 
DNF, <laughs> in my personal opinion, of course, it's four DNFs and a DNS uh, did not start. But damn, man. Out of the race. Okay. You got to rely on Johan Murr. Or Joanne Murr. Whatever. However you say his name. Not their parents. I love Suzuki if you didn't realize. Um, he had an impressive go at it. I'm not going to lie to you. He had an impressive go at it, Johan Murr. But let's talk about the race, shall we? Let's talk about the race. Fabio is on pole. That's not news anymore. That's like a regular occurrence. <laughs> uh, he's like the Lewis Hamilton of of, of, of racing this year. <laughs> um, or, well, I guess. Yeah, something like that. You, you understand what I'm trying to say. Now, race starts. Jack Miller and Fabio Quattararo. Beeline for the whole shot. Beeline. I mean, they're at it. Uh, Jack Miller gets off to a slow start, but he's able to get that whole shot, I believe. Yeah, he's able to get that whole shot. And um, simply because of the power of the Ducati, and he uh, outbreaks uh, Fabio on that first intern, um, which I didn't expect, honestly. Um, and then, surprisingly, on the next corner, Miguel Oliveira coming around on the outside, whipping through, doing his thing, and puts himself in second place. Puts himself in second place in front of Fabio Quadrero. I was like, oh, man, Miguel. Ooh, where was that at? <laughs> where did that come from? Um, moves really quickly from fourth to second. Miguel Oliveira qualified in fourth, and he, boom, second place right off the rip. Then there's a quick little battle, and, of course, Miguel. He grabs first uh, from Miller, uh, from Jack Miller. And Miller and Quadrero, they battle, battle. Going at it, switching positions, trading, whatever. Then uh, Fabio, thinking he has a nice little drive going in, dives in too deep in one turn, ends up running wide, almost running off track. And that allows Miller to go in. And then Fabio, of course, loses, I think, two, three positions from that point. And then he has way more work to do, way more work to do. But it's Fabio Quadrero, so he's going to get it done. Whether, he, whether He's going to get it done. That's all that matter. And... Now you have 20 laps to go. Now this is just how the race is. Fabio is fighting back, trying to get his position, trying to get back in position, whatever. And he's fighting and fighting and fighting and getting up in place. And he ends up in, I think, second, right? But Paul Espargaro with 20 laps to go. He uh, Espargaro? Espargaro? Whatever. How the hell you say his name, man? Paul, he crashes out with 20 laps to go. Mark Marquez gets his third DNF as he crashes out uh, once more. Alex Espargaro crashes out. Both brothers out in their home GP. Damn. Heartbreaking. Ain't it? Heartbreaking. Fabio, like I said, he's 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 working. He's fighting back. And he gets in second place, chasing down Miguel Oliveira. To no luck, of course. Then we have Rossi crashes out. Valent I mean, he was in last place anyway, but Valentino Rossi, the legend, crashes out. Then it's Iker or Iker uh, Lacuona. Lacuona. He crashes out. That's Pole, Mark, Alex, and Lacuona, and Val Valentino. Five riders out the race in the span of, I think, four laps, five laps. Damn, the fuck happened? The fuck happened? 
least you could have it was finished. The, uh, but Fabio had some sort of problem and with his uh, leathers, and apparently they were open, and he ended up removing his chest protector and this, that, and the fourth. We, we, we're going to talk about that at the end because I, I believe he should have gotten a black flag for that. That's a clear safety issue. He should have been disqualified. Whatever. He was given a three-second penalty. With that, he just had to take uh, the penalty lane. Um, uh, I don't really know how to describe it. It's just a quick. It's it, it just it's like uh, it's like the it's similar to the Joker lane in um, in rallycross. If you guys know what I mean by that, it's similar to the Joker lane um, where you have to. You have to take it at some point within the race, um, and it, like, negates, like, two, three seconds or so uh, in competition. Um, it's basically, and if you don't do it, you get a penalty, or, but in MotoGP, if you get a penalty, you do it. That's that's what it is. Um, that's called a drive-through penalty, I believe. <laughs> something like, I don't I don't remember. It's something, something of that nature. Um, but Johan Zarco. He tries to fight for first with, uh, what's his name? With Miguel Oliveira. He tries to fight for first with Miguel Oliveira. To no luck, of course. And Fabio ends up being put in third because of that three-second penalty drive-through lane. Um, Jack Miller was not catching Miguel. Uh, don't get me wrong. He got close at one point. He was able to make a few moves that might have put some pressure on Miguel's back, but not enough to where he was actually going to do anything with it. Um, the only real spot he could have done it or could have had it real been successful was turn 10, but he wasn't close enough. Um, So, Johan Zarco, he finishes second. Miguel Oliveira finishes first. Jack Miller finishes third. Um, Fabio Cuadrero, of course, gets that... Actually, wait a minute. I think I might have that wrong. I think Fabio was losing something, losing grip or something like that, or he battled and ended up running wide, and that's why he took that penalty lane and had to come back in onto the track. But then um, he was administered a three-second penalty afterwards uh, at the end of the race because he did finish in third, but, of course, there was a penalty administered because of the fact that he took out his chest protector and had his leathers open, whatever. And... Um, he ended up coming in six. Johan Mur in fourth. Six. Fabio Quadrero came in six after the penalty. But I believe he should have been disqualified altogether. Would that have shaken up championship standings? Of course. I mean, championship championship standings were shaken up altogether. But I believe he should not have been able to finish that race. I believe he should have been pulled out. Honestly, no chest protection. Leathers is open. That's a clear safety violation of, 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 of wild principles. And even Fabio himself agreed that he should have been black flagged. I believe it. I think he should have been black flagged, hands down. But he wasn't. He was able to finish. He was get get himself some points. Sixth place finish, not bad. Could have been third, but sixth place finish, not bad. Not bad. But let me know what you think in the comments. Do you believe that Fabio Quadrero should have been black flagged and disqualified for taking out his chest protector, especially after, you know, events where riders have, have passed due to crashes and stuff like that. Do you believe he should have been disqualified? What is your take on it? Let me know what you think in the comments down below. And of course, let me know how you feel about how, how you feel about what, you know, how this season is shaping up to be in Formula One as well as MotoGP. Obviously, we see Fabio. He, he has a, a lead. And Ducati is stepping up their game this year, too. Let me know what you think. 
not only in Formula One but also in MotoGP. Let me know what you think in the comments down below, man. This is this this is going to be an exciting exciting race season for both of those motorsports. And of course, we have you know um the Extreme E. Oh my goodness, I've been hyping that stuff up so bad, like so much at the beginning, and I haven't talked about it. I've watched it, but I haven't talked about it since because I haven't gotten notes together for it. But There, there, there's, there's a good bit of action going on. I, I, and I am gonna make a uh, discussion video about it uh, on my YouTube channel at uh, Tyree Waldron. Um, definitely something that I would, that, that I'd, I'd advise you to check out and listen in on. Let me, let me know how you feel about that as well. Uh, that video will be coming out at some point soon. Um, just wanna make, just wanna see if Extreme he has lived up to what it was trying to portray. Um, and I will be discussing, you know, notes and races and all that kind of stuff too. Uh, then, but. That's all for this episode. That's all for the show. I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. This has been one of the episodes that I, I was having fun with. Uh, and I want to just say thank you um, for all the listeners, supporters, whatever. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you so much for sharing with your peoples. This has been the Tyree Wardrum Motorsport Show or the Tyree Wardrum Motorsport Podcast, whatever you want to call it. Thank you for tuning in. Peace.